Picture this, two guys trapped in the South Charleston Public Library. One guy loves movies, and the other, well, he'd rather be watching reality TV. Can they survive each other's films? Find out on Real Opposites, a library podcast about movies. Hosted by Josh and Aaron from the South Charleston Public Library. Hey guys, and welcome to the first ever live show of Real Opposites. I'm Aaron. I'm Josh. And we are a library podcast that talks about movies. We have guests today, our producer Toby and our library director Todd. And today we will be talking about Conan the Barbarian and Masters of the Universe. Neither of which I chose. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, I guess we will go ahead and dive into Conan. Yeah, uh, Conan's my choice. And it's like my third favorite movie of all time. What's your first and second? Yeah. What's my first and second? Jaws. Okay. And Superman the movie. I, I thought yeah. it was just going to be Jaws for It's both. Jaws and then Jaws again. Jaws and Jaws again. And then again. Conan. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I love, I love this movie to death. Everything about it. it just the, the score, the 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 feel of it it's just totally unique so what did you think about it me you yeah me you no, no, I'll tell you, I, no i'll just go talk about it for another <laughs> half hour you're ready for that we're good uh well definitely not my kind of movie i mean i could see why people like it i'm sure but it didn't help that in the beginning the first thing you have which i did not know was james earl jones mm-hmm. yeah right? plays the bad guy False whatever doom. Yeah, sure False doom. Doom. plays that guy and do you have that picture of his hair? I do. Um, because that that was the movie for me, um, was just this picture. And only because the only thing I could picture for the rest of the movie. We do have visual aids. Um, so the only thing I could think of for the rest of the time was Courtney Cox in Scream 3. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so they have the same haircut. So for me, the whole entire movie, which... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, help me get through it. I just pictured Gail Weathers as the bad guy. So that helped. That's really funny. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it, it's one of those, like, adventure-type movies, or that's what I would call it, kind of yeah. like Princess Bride, but I liked Princess Bride. And um, I, I can see why people like it. I've, I've now seen it, and I can say that. Yeah. And that's probably all I would say. 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 Well, speaking of like his hair, and the reason I like it so much is because it's like that's like a, an interesting choice for him. Sure is, you know, because it's like just straight and black, and he has these really like bright blue eyes. And yeah. They're very it makes him look just like it's a really easy way to just show that he's not quite human. You know, I guess that's true. So uh, Gal Weathers wasn't either. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I haven't seen the last one. So. <laughs> That was in three. I know, but I haven't oh, seen the last I mean, one. It could be a big reveal in Scream 6. Right. It's okay. Uh, Todd, you watched the movie. I did. What's your opinion on Conan? I loved it. I, I think it's a great movie. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a great film. I uh, love the haircuts as well. <laughs> I think there are a couple weird haircuts throughout the movie. I they, chose the there movie were Masters of the Universe, so, you know, I, I think it's the poor man's Masters of the Universe, if I'm being honest. You're wrong. Yeah, you're, you're hurting the minority <laughs> you on that one, buddy. directly mm, wrong. Is he? He is. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> Maybe not at this table, though. Well. <laughs> so, so, both of you like the movie. What, yeah. Like, tell me one so, scene that's just so epic that makes this movie I mean, worth watching. There's several. The one that... Toby's got up right now is like the Wheel of Pain sequence. Yeah, I'm gonna scoot And that's like one of my, it's one of my favorites in the movie. It's long. Just like the. <laughs> it's super long. Look, Masters of the Universe is shorter, somehow feels longer and more torturous. <laughs> then. Than anything. Years in, on the Wheel of Pain. Yeah. Um, I love that this sequence is like the, like, greatest visualization of, like Darwinism. Just survival of the fittest, and it's just like everyone else is pushing the wheel, and they eventually fall off and die. But Conan keeps pushing, and then he ends up Arnold at the end because oh, he pushes okay. for like ten years or whatever. Well, I didn't catch all that, but how did you not? I mean, I saw him walking. Yeah, and then he's the only one at the end of the scene. Oh, that makes sense. This is 
visual storytelling here. Well, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of a long scene, so therefore it lost my interest. I think it's like, and uh, I had to rewind like 45 it. seconds. Yeah. Well, like the scene. I had to rewind it. It's so I had to watch a it twice. And a half to, to but it's like the music and the visuals and everything. It's just super uplifting. I will say, like, cinematically, like, I feel like when you think about fantasy, right, Conan is the... So it's like, you know, it's the benchmark from which we get all modern fantasy when you watch, like, the scenes of, like, him and Subutai, like, running through the... I mean, we were talking about, like, how that pulls directly into, like, uh, later scenes in Lord of the Rings. And even, you know, the Conan source material predates Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit in the 30s. So it's just kind of like, it is our benchmark for, like, where all things stem from and, like, how we get uh, our, our ideas of what fantasy yeah. is today. Like, the, even and the music and the setting and all that. Yeah, I mean, in the movie, like, along with the uh, Excalibur from a year before is kind of like, those are the first real serious, you know, adult fantasy films mm-hmm. that aren't, you know, childish or like fairy tales, you know. So I just love how just big and brash and operatic the whole thing is. And the music is just, it's like the best film score ever. It's a big open world. It is, yeah. yeah. And they go and they, you know, they explore it really thoroughly. And everything, like the texture of the film is really, you can feel that they really thought a lot about it. And like from the costumes to the sets to the the actors they chose. It just feels iconic. What about you, Todd? Do you have like a favorite scene? I do. What is that? My, my favorite scene, um, I think Toby has it. I do. It's I'm when so um, Conan is <laughs> trying to walk down into a cave. Oh, yeah, that's right. Here we go. We have Todd's favorite scene. It's being chased by these dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like his, his, his Those vocals. sound effects, yeah. 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 <laughs> that just cracked me up when I saw that. I mean, I've never, I've never fallen down stone stairs being chased by dogs, but I feel like it would be a little, little more painful than what that sounds. Maybe a little higher pitch. Yeah. <laughs> In my research for, for the film, I was reading about those dogs, and like he was really running from those dogs. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, they scary. had actually attacked their trainer that same day. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So not the, the best, the most well-behaved dogs. <laughs> so he really could have <laughs> like, been bit. Yeah. John Millie's is like, and this is how you act, Arnold. Dogs go. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Like, and that's one of the things. Like this, the film, it really works with no. Like, you could t- cut out all the dialogue and it works. Like, that scene. He chases, dogs chase him in there. He falls down, finds a sword, comes back up, cuts his chains. And the next scene, he's wearing the dogs. Yeah. I follow up with what dialogue? <laughs> um, I think Arnold has a grand total of 24 lines in yeah. this movie. And they all matter. Um, I, they I'm, do all matter. They're all really important lines. I mean, I will agree in the fact that you probably don't need a lot of dialogue for this movie. And good thing, because honestly, I couldn't understand half of what they were saying anyways. Me and my father picked wild rubbers. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I just know I was lost, but thankfully, the visual was a story of itself. I mean, there are some, and I don't know that I to- told you to pull any of these, but I mean, there's definitely some Surprise. scenes, like the, the woman he's with towards the beginning, she like turns into some kind of snake monster wolf witch. or something. Oh, the witch. The witch. Oh, the I don't witch. know. He threw her in the fire. I know that. He threw her <laughs> over the fire. Threw right. The fu- like, yeah. I love that you can see the effect in that scene, right? Like, she's supposed to go to the fire, and she goes through it. And you can yeah. see her on the other side, like landing. I think feel like that, that's a what really I'd, cool like input into like how visual effects worked at the time and stuff. Yeah. It was really neat. I mean, I guess I just don't understand how she died. Then she like well, she, she doesn't really die because she's like turns into like whatever the the ball of light and goes. Whoosh, oh, that's right. Out, you know. Yeah. And I like that. That like that stuff is like so all that's like hand animated. And like mm-hmm. later on in the movie when they're reviving Conan and like all the demons are. Or, or okay. you know, or trying to take him to to the underworld and everything. Like, oh, all that, that is a scene I told I you to pull. That. Yeah. that was my next point. Yeah, like all that stuff is just so cool looking. Like, it's just really heavy metal and rad. Yes, I thought it was. They're ridiculous. like super like ripped ghosts yeah. for some reason. And at the yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I had her pull it because I thought it was 
ridiculous and I was going to make fun of it. Okay. But go make fun of it. Go. Do it. Do it. No, Come I mean, on. I just thought, fun I, I guess I didn't think it was cool All that the, the ghosts were some kind of up. weird drawing and ripped. I don't know. I just found it very weird. Yeah. I thought it was and they're all like situation. holding on and like there's a twister. Which it's is totally about the spirits of the dead trying to yeah, take, trying him to take away. him to hell. <laughs> they definitely explained oh, this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, see, I thought they were. That's because that was the gods that were bringing him back. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> God, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> they explain it. He goes, "The spirits of the dead will try to take him, and if they succeed, and she goes, then you will follow him." And yes. like makes Ow. it very clear she well, intends to murder yeah. the. Well, if you remember, I just said. I couldn't understand half of what they were saying. <laughs> well, we, you need subtitles. I'm sure they had them at the, on the DVD. That would have been yeah. smart. I do. Speaking of that, I love Conan and Valeria's relationship. Yeah. Like it's like very primal and. Is that the girl that dies at the end? That is yeah. Valeria who oh, yeah. becomes a Valkyrie. Yeah. But yes, she does die at the end. Sorry, there are spoilers. Uh, Her oh. speech, which I did pull, is about uh, where she talks about coming back from the like edge of death for him. Yeah. Is actually borrowed from a different Conan heroine in the books and comics, and it's bar- borrowed from Baylet. And she is, you know, in the comic and book universe, known to be Conan's first and truest love is yeah. Baylet. So they they pulled some of her lines for Valeria because they're not. Yeah, they kind of pull from okay. like all over Robert E. Howard's writing because like Tulsa Doom's a Cole the Conqueror villain. And there's other things. Like they're all Robert E. Howard, but they're all just like kind of changed and morphed in the movie. Yeah, hmm. well, and a lot of what we know of Conan isn't directly from the Howard stories anyway. Yeah, a lot of it is was, the comics that follow. Yeah, it was the Roy Thomas comics in the 70s. And um, that was, those were just as big as the, the Robert E. Howard stories mm-hmm. in the 30s and 40s. There were a lot of people when this movie came out that absolutely hated it because well, Conan becomes uh, because Conan isn't as strong as the Conan you get in the books and the, like he loses fights and he well yeah yeah so which is he yeah okay well I mean this is like his young Conan too yeah so this is like uh, him just getting revenge for his parents and you know for all the the pain he's been going through but. So I have this theory that the best Arnold movies are the ones where he is the underdog. Mm-hmm. So Conan, uh, Predator, T2. Like Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> <laughs> he does get shot way. by a grandmother. So, um, <laughs> But those are like when, when he, like when you present Arnold, this is a larger than life character, and then you have something else that's stronger and more capable than he is. It just ups the stakes so much and makes it more... Um, Intense and suspenseful. Right. Yeah. I, I will say there was a lot of beheading in this movie. Yeah. I'm a yeah. fan of beheading, so that's cool. Um, the Tulsa Doom beheading is I, like, it's one of the coolest ones because it's like, it's not a, it's not like, you know, he cuts it at the shoulder. Like, yeah. He holds the oh, head at the end and cuts his, like, I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. know, I, don't, know, I don't know how to describe that. Yeah. And, it throws yeah. It. And, throws it. It and was, then it disappears from frame. Yeah. Was, that's one of those um, movie flubs that it was, they do. It was very painful watching Gal Weathers die. Um, <laughs> and Conan the Barbarian. I um, but I think one of my favorite, <laughs> I don't know if he actually beheads it, but one of my favorite deaths would have to be when he's tied up and he eats the bird. Oh, oh yeah. 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 He, kill, he kills the when bird the, by when, biting it. When the buzzard's pecking at him, and yeah. he's like, Argh. Yeah, that was, that was quite a scene. I love for um, a minute you think he's like having a mirage vision of Super Tai. Yeah. But it's yeah. Super Tai is there. Do we, do we know the death count for Conan? I don't oh. know the death count for Conan. No. Um, it's less than other Arnold movies. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, there's... Uh, less than Commando. That's where we'll put yeah, it. Yeah, Commando's like Command- 250 or something. <laughs> <laughs> less than but there, Well, there aren't any automatic weapons in, in Conan. So it is probably high, though. It's, I mean, it's more difficult with the sword. I, 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 I thought it was interesting. They have Conan have to hack at Thulsa Dune's neck a couple of times. So they definitely have Valeria just straight up decapitate someone on oh, yeah. sweep earlier on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that whole sequence. But that that's whole why sequence. she comes about. I, I will say, and I'm, I'm assuming they used probably a lot of practical effects for their Yeah, I mean, deaths. this is 1982. Yeah. There's so no... as you've made me watch all these um, super exciting old movies, that is one thing that I've figured out that I like is when they use these practical effects because, like, the deaths in this movie, I, I enjoyed those. Yeah, because, I mean, there's just, like, it's on set. The yeah. only thing that's really, I mean, I think there's, there's a couple matte paintings, and then there's... The like that the hand animation for stuff like the demons and the the wolf witch thing, but that's about it. Everything else is on set. 
What did you and, think of the, the Thulsa Doom sequence where he turns into the snake? That's um, awesome. I thought that was a really cool practical. I like that. Like, it's, and it's really simple. Like, they just have like a latex mask, and then they're just pushing through it. Mm-hmm. Like, as like the like the snakes coming out of him, mm-hmm. and then they just cut. Like, this, it's just all made well, like precise cuts to the music. Like, cut, and then oh, now he's got snake eyes, and then the right. next cut is like pushing out, and the next cut, is, oh, he's just a snake. And it's kind of like more more interesting to watch than some elaborate CGI thing. That also brings up another point that I thought was so ridiculous. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense in the movie, is every time he would use his bow and arrow, it was, snake. it was a snake. It's awesome. So he, yes. he did some kind of magic to make it, like, stiff. Yeah. And then he shoots people, and then the snake becomes alive again. I wrote, yeah. a, I wrote a note, yeah. snake arrows. Like, yeah. I thought that was That's great. Yeah, it's That's awesome. what mine says. Snake arrows. Like, he, he just whispered seek and then yeah. in fact um, because of my ADHD and not being able to watch it sometimes I, when girl dies Valeria, Valeria. yeah um, when she gets shot hey, I had audience, to rewind it because I saw her Valeria? <laughs> I, got, I saw like her get shot but then I saw them taking a snake out of I thought her like <laughs> outfit <laughs> And I was like, I do not understand what's going on. So I had to rewind that and watch that again, um, which I think is the first time he uses the snake, or at least that That's, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And then he tries. So to it shoot. caught me by it caught me off guard for sure. Yeah. Then he tries to shoot the princess at the end of the movie. And they yeah. were like, he was close enough to shoot her with an arrow. Why didn't they just go stop them at that point? Well, I don't. I don't Trace them down. Maybe they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, they, like, they weren't on. They weren't on like the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's they weren't yeah. on horseback. I mean, I mean, Conan and Balari were on horseback, and they were just like coming out of the cave. Uh, so like, if they, they were, they, they were, were coming. What is it? If they knew they were coming, they could have headed them off. But then again, we wouldn't have had like a whole nother hour to watch no. if that happened. Wait, I no. know, right? Okay, the movie should have been four hours long. You'd be all right. I could oh. take I could take two more hours of of yeah. this Conan. I could take another whole Conan series of Conan if they were like this. Um. Is Conan Destroyer number two? It yeah, it's not. Sequel. Yeah, and it's not I good. I should make you watch that. So let's put this I've in like seen so that a million times. in context. Like this is probably one of the greatest fantasy movies of all time. Yeah. And just because of what it did for the genre, and also like it is a solidly good fantasy movie. It now, if we're looking at it through the lens of modern looking back, like it feels slower than something like the Lord of the Rings movies or yeah. stuff like that. But it's not really. Um, no, if you just like look at the narrative and like. What like if you just like outlined it? A lot happens in the movie, and it's like pretty perfectly paced. Yeah. Like it doesn't. I was just thinking about this earlier. Like it doesn't really. I mean, there's the way it's shot is very is more leisurely, but mm-hmm. it's for for what happens in like the two hours and seven minutes is it's a lot of two hours and seven minutes is a lot um <laughs> but what i was saying is like in the context of it's like one of the best fantasy movies ever yeah. uh conan the destroyer doesn't make the list not no, even on oh, there no, no it's it's, it's like, like a completely neutered if there's a list it's like it's one of the like, like one of the things that they did in this was like so when they hired arnold john millius the director was like because arnold was like oh i need to like cut and like you know get really cut because i'm playing conan he's like no i want you a little like a little bit more fat on you, you know, and he does like he just he looks a little he's just bigger. And then the second one, he's like oiled up and cut and then a loin cloth. He's like it looks like Tarzan almost. Yeah. Like he's just oh. more. It's more like ca- like cartoony. Yeah. And the movie's more cartoony. It's also PG. It's just not as good. I mean, it's an okay little '80s fantasy movie. It has Will Chamberlain in it. Yeah, and Grace Jones. I don't know so who those people Grace are. Grace Jones is great. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Like her character is awesome. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Um, I mean, there's good things about it, but um, also, can we talk about how awesome Tulsa Doom is? Just yeah, um, like, actually, like, I have a, I have a, I have a scene for that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. the power scene. You mean his hair? I love. It's I, kind of a long one, but we'll go with it anyway. We have time. I love how they just like condense like every madman and dictator in history. <laughs> Into this one character, and give him a little extra sass just yeah. for good measure. Like, Are we talking about the bangs? Yeah, like what he says here is like, yeah. that's just stole my property. That's, that's what every dictator thinks. That <laughs> like, is what grieves me the flesh most. is power. Murdered my pets, and that's You've what grieves me the most. He just yeah. listed all the people he murdered. Thorgrim yeah, is beside himself but. with grief. <laughs> he raised that snake. 
from the time it was born. <laughs> You killed my father. You killed my father. You killed my people. You killed my father's sword. Ah. Ah. Like he just like so. Like oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I remember boy, that. When I steel, I've killed a lot of people, but you know, steel, sure, I guess. Even gold or jewels. The rebel of steel. Yes. You know what it is, don't you, boy? We have commentary. Shall I tell you? Yeah. It's the least I can do. <clears throat> I don't know. I just... Steve I never feel strong, like what everybody boy. else feels during these things. Flesh like, most people are like, stronger. oh, it's so powerful. Look and I just want him to, like, kind of get to the, to the point. But this right. is the point. This is the point. <sighs> I guess. This is the point. Yeah. It's about to be the point. It's just like, come. Come to me, my child. Yeah, it is. It's like I don't think I saw that the first time. The, the control you can have over people to just that go against their best interests boy. and you know right. die for you like that's that's at the core that's of any any man leader right there. Yeah, it's a he's a, he's a great a, what he's cult a great leader. Cult leader. Yeah. Oh yeah, cult yeah. cult leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I aspire yeah. to be one. It's of It's a those. great depiction of like the kind of power that he he has and holds yeah. and yeah. it is the like so it's the the riddle of steel which is important and the corner myth those are the things here which i'm gonna do all right so we'll do the riddle of steel my friends what are um, you talking about? which is more powerful steel or flesh 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 will is the actual answer the oh. answer is the force of your will which is not I failed. It's a trick riddle. Turns out you failed. You don't get to go to Valhalla. Krom will laugh no. at you and cast you out. <laughs> but yeah, the riddle is still there. As the answer is will. It's the force of your will. Neither is more powerful. So you thought it was all right. Let's get, yeah. Um, get there. <laughs> I mean, since I had to watch it, it was better than like Mahal and Drive or <laughs> some of the other movies you've made me watch. I mean, I could see, like, if somebody else was watching it, I might, like, look at it every once in a while. So you watch... But I would never watch it again. You watch the new... No, the rest of us haven't seen it. And no spoilers. But you watch the new Dungeons & Dragons movie. Yes. You did? Yeah. Yeah. So on a... Did it come out? Like, so no, it's not... I think he, it comes out this week. You saw a special screening. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look so, at you. So we're in... We're <laughs> we in better or worse? Was Conan better or worse, in your opinion? Oh, way worse. Oh, uh, yeah. you're what? almost certainly wrong. <laughs> I, haven't seen oh, it yet, I haven't even seen it. But wrong. look at that! Tra like the, the trailer other one was funny. The trailer was so cringy. <laughs> oh mean, my god! All right. Well, Did again, Zach Efron. I'm gonna get up on No, I don't know who was in it. it I don't know actors. Chris, Zach, it's Chris. Zach Chris Efron. Pine. It's, it's Chris Pine. Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez and some people. I it don't was know. good. Hmm. I don't know. Like I said, this is just like one of those. It's like an epic movie. It feels like it goes on forever, and it's this big story about revenge, and I don't know. Yeah, I just, those, those never work. I guess. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not a plot that exists for a reason and gets repeated continuously. But, that, yeah, that's my thing. It's just that. Shakespeare had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> well, I mean, overall, it was all right. It was, okay. it was watchable. I think that's what we expected. Yeah. Yeah. I actually expected you to hate it even more because I, I was know. watching it several times. I'm like, oh, he's going to hate this. This yeah. is like, oh, this shot's like longer than four seconds. He's going to hate it. There were a lot of long shots. Text, that's what I was Josh saying. The whole time. Aaron's going to hate this. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's saying. Oh, he's going to hate it. I mean, he's gonna hate it. there's a lot of long shots, and I just can't pay attention that long. So, like, this scene with the speech, I was like, just tell each other you killed people and get to it. The beginning, the. Well, why one, are you even watching the, the movie then? Because you made me. <laughs> as a result, you missed him like, telling a girl to kill herself and her doing it. Yeah, I did miss that out. part, I think. Yeah. Where she jumped just well, now. Well, it's difficult when your eyes are closed. Yeah, well, I didn't... <laughs> hey, give me some credit. I did not fall asleep during this one. I just, you know, I have some attention issues. Okay, well. He, he okay. does tend to fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah, like the The only time I do sleep is when you make me watch movies. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> good, good prep work. So, but but you guys both like it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And, oh yeah. I'm assuming you like yeah. it. All right. Yeah, you're so. wrong on this one. Yeah. So. All the best. Right. 
All right. So I guess we'll dive into Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Which you brought us this glorious prop right here. Yeah. This is Skeletor. So I've been on the podcast uh, this third time. This will be number three. Number three. And I have... uh, I brought props. Uh, this is one of his one. like uh, 148 Skeletors figures that he, that he owns. That yeah, line is office. I've got a lot, but this is actually live. A so lot I to understand. I was going to say, you have brought props every time, <laughs> and this is the only time anybody but us can <laughs> they see them. At all. We did we do not too, do and he v- brought milk, and we were like, what? This is a podcast. Like, it makes John. a lot of like, sense, no but nobody could see it. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted the reaction. Yeah, we never do video, so it's just. But I mean, it helps. It helps to have something to look at, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of your favorite movies, or your favorite? I'm not. It's 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 hard to say. It's like one of my favorite movies because it is so bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm very nostalgic for it. But it's the only Masters of the Universe movie we have. <laughs> um, they, they, for a reason. They, yeah. They, <laughs> yes. They, they've been trying to make, you know, Masters movies for like the past 10 years yeah. and something happens and it, they don't get the property or there's there's one in development right now for yeah. Netflix. Um, mm. So hopefully that will be better than like this. live action. Yeah, yes. but I don't think people are going to really touch Frank Langella's like Skeletor. He really kills it. Like his, every line. His voice is great. Yeah, and like perfect. it's just a shame about the mask. <laughs> Well, that mask, well, he said this is one of his favorite roles he's ever played. Does he? Well, he gets to choose scenery the whole time. Yeah. And then also the mask has been reused in some other movies and TV shows. Yeah. Star Trek, I think, was one of them. I took a screenshot, but of course I can't find it. Yeah, like all the, that's what I noticed and I watched it again last night, was like uh, how all the, like he's really trying to act through that thing. Like you can tell he's like really over-exaggerating his... His expressions and they're just not coming through. It's just like, and it's the same thing with uh, what's his name, Will or the little guy, Gwildor. Gwildor. flat he's latex mask. Yeah. yeah, and there's no like, there's no emotion emoting out of that thing, and it's just. But I mean, that's the way the movie was made. It was made really cheap and on a tight schedule and budget. And every line, though. But yeah, yeah, every line. Good. Like the, I mean, what it, the writing for him is good. Mm-hmm. The thing I was noticing the last time I watched it was how. There's like no context for anything. <laughs> it just starts, and I'm like, uh, sure. Yeah. I don't know what any of this is. Like, at least, in, like, I think you get like a somebody saying something, like a couple sentences. Oh, here. I have that. I have the you? opening scene. I do. At the center of the universe, at the border between the light and the dark, stands Castle Grayskull. Yeah. For countless ages, that's the sorceress of Great Skull has oh, wow, I didn't know. It's in harmony. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way. It's a matte background. It's a matte painting. It's a painting. Yeah. That's what they used to do in films before digital was, if they wanted to extend the set. It was like in Princess Bride. Yeah, it was a painting on life. The power to be masters. And suddenly we're in Star Wars. Yeah, the, um, but it's like it's like budget disco Star Wars. Yeah, slash Superman is. the movie kind of <laughs> titles. Skeletor's uh, entrance, which I did not put in here, is literally like shot for shot a oh yeah uh, our Darth Vader entrance from Star Wars, including yeah. all of the soldiers look like stormtroopers. Yeah, they're, they're just black stormtroopers. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like it's just this this weird amalgam of just influences that shouldn't shouldn't come together. In a cheap well, movie. <laughs> I, I did have that written down because even I noticed that. I thought everything looked like like Star Wars troopers or whatever. So I yeah. was wondering if they like just reused those costumes or something. I, well, I think as, as like a, a child of the 80s, you know, growing up watching the cartoon, um, <laughs> we expected a lot in this movie. But the Filmation's the company that actually makes the cartoon. Mm-hmm. They weren't involved in this movie whatsoever. Um, so we didn't get any of the morals or... Um, the history, the mythology. It's <laughs> it's set place on Earth, yeah. um, all things, and it just kind of really took away from the movie. Um, it should have been set on Eternia, um, which is where the, the the cartoon is set. Yeah. Um, One of my funniest little moments is like when it's like uh, Skeletor comes down to comes to Earth in this small little town that probably didn't cost that much to rent the street for the <laughs> night. There's a, it's like there's a, there's like a crane shot of of the his ship like coming down the street, 
it's it's pretty pathetic because there's just like there's like eight guys yeah, and like, like a little thing, yeah. but then there's just this station wagon in the back that's just driving the other way. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> most like, that's where they the, the set ended. Like there's like this person just going to going to the department store or going to the grocery store. The, you know, it happens for, to be in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, most of the buildings in this movie are no longer there. They were destroyed by an earthquake. Oh, oh really? That's yeah. sad. Hmm. Uh, just a little fun fact for you. I don't know. That's a fun fact. So Charlie's music is oh, there. What are you going to say? Go no, go ahead. Uh, what did you think of the movie? Me? Yes. Well, it's another sci-fi movie. It's another one of those epic type movies, I think. Is it epic? But I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I started this one right after I started or uh, finished Conan, and I felt like I was watching the same movie um, because they're – just kind of too similar for me. I mean, that's kind of intentional. Except I enjoyed Masters of the Universe more. A lot more. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> I don't know how but to I also, that. But <laughs> I also enjoyed that it was set on Earth. I thought that was interesting. It's just like this but, I mean, I don't... <laughs> once again, with everything y'all <laughs> you guys make me watch, I don't have that nostalgia for it. So for me, it was just some kind of little superhero movie on Earth. And I think it was cool that they mixed that. Like, I don't know. So, uh, it just feels like they ran out of money. And they yeah. did. Oh. Yeah. They, they I thought it was cool. I mean, I thought that there was and, like, a lot they, of they, stuff they, in it. They spent a lot of money on, like, the sets in Grayskull. Like, the set when Skeletor's in Grayskull and everything. The one that looks like a spaceship? Yeah. Painted? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. But the inside's really cool. Like, the yeah, set's cool. really good. It's like two giant rooms. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I think that's where all the bunny went. So I will say, I don't think I'd watch either one of them again. But I just enjoyed this one a little more. There were definitely better haircuts. Um, <laughs> but oh, but Courtney cool. Cox is actually in this one. She is. Yeah, Courtney so Cox is in this We one. do get actual Courtney Cox <laughs> instead of James Earl Jones. It was her first film. Like Courtney. Yeah, I kind of her assumed that. Her haircut's much better in this sure. one. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's creepy. much better than the... Without the baby uh, bangs. <laughs> but we always we always seem to find like this weird common thing, and I thought it was hilarious. In my mind, the, the common thing was Courtney Cox and Gail Weathers in both of these movies. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Um, you guys mentioned Star Trek earlier. We have a little tiny Star Trek cameo. Kevin, who is Courtney Cox's boyfriend in this one, is Tom Paris from the Voyager series. He's so forgettable in this movie that when you guys made a <laughs> list of characters for me to find pictures of, you didn't even list it. And I was like, no, Tom Paris is in this. Yeah. I have to go find that. He's so just kind of like, generic 80s boyfriend. <laughs> he is generic 80s boyfriend, correct. And like the whole thing with um, the, whatever, the, the tuning Mm-hmm. thing where they have to play it. The cosmic mm-hmm. key? The cosmic, cosmic key. key. Oh, my God. I loved that. I now, is that in the cartoon? No. 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 <laughs> that was a great addition. So Let's assume that nothing that in this it. movie is in the cartoon like besides man's in the, the cartoon, Skeletor's in the cartoon. <laughs> Some of the characters, like Evil, Evil Lynn. Tila's in there. Beast Man. Man Beast Man. Man in arms. Who just looks like somebody put an ape mask on a football player. Most of the bad guys weren't in it. Um, oh, okay. Gwildor was made because Orko was like this cartoon series, was this magician that flew around and, you know, they couldn't do the CGI at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they replaced him with Gwildor. Is it, what is his name? Gwildor. Gwildor. Oh. He's played by Billy Barty. He um, was one of the, he was one of the, um, the, the Munchkins, I think, in Wizard of Oz. I think so. Yeah. I really liked him. Now, I will say at the beginning. <laughs> you also really have, like Jar Jar Banks, so we'll I, leave yes. that in there. I have seen, I've seen one Star Wars, and it's the one that he's in, and he was my favorite character. I like Jar Jar um, but I felt like I related to him at that, <laughs> that time. Oh, Jar Jar? No, no, yeah, Jar Jar. Yeah, I get it. Um, You're uh, on tracks. <laughs> Because I'm loud and annoying. Is yeah, that it? both of those things. <laughs> hey, I'm self-aware. I think one thing to point out is like Masters of the Universe was huge at this time. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, it, it was it's starting to decline. You know, so like the toys here, the toys they started in like '81, ended around '87 when this movie came out. Um, <laughs> they were like, never mind. <laughs> they were like, oh, we now. moved on to turtles now. <laughs> we're but, good. But this is a billion dollar property. Um, yeah. In 1986, yeah. they sold over $400 million in figures. Oh, wow. The next year, 1987, they went down to $7 million. Wow. Ooh. Now, did the figures Jesus. come first? 
The figures came first. I, th I thought I remember so, that. So the cartoon was created just to, to sell, sell the toys. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's how a lot of 80s, like G.I. Joe, like the cartoon series and stuff was just, because yeah. the, the toys have been around for but years. People, people really didn't do that until Masters of the Universe. Yeah. yeah. Kind of spearheaded that. Yeah. You know, it's also an early example of something else. Turbo Man and Jingle All the Way? After credits. Oh, oh yeah, the post-credit. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's one of the... Um, <laughs> It's one of the first movies I've ever ever saw with a end credit scene in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think we I think we looked it up and there was there was a handful like back in like yeah. 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 It's also. Is this it? Lame. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm always for a post credits scene. Well, it's literally just. It's just. I will be back. But. Well, but I'll, it's an Arnold. But I mean, it is a Terminator like reference, yeah. right? Yeah. That's it where is. we're at. His I lips actually kind of look like Arnold too. Like it's like <laughs> whatever for reasons. Like, oh. um, I love a post-credits scene, and I like when there's something like that. You wait, especially if you're doing it in like watching it in a theater. You're sitting and you're waiting, and you know you're the last people in there while they're trying to clean, and then it's something <laughs> ridiculous like that. None of y'all have seen Scream Six. But definitely stay for that end credit. But I don't think, judging by your response to that, I don't think you guys would enjoy it. But <laughs> I don't know. It's the, I think it's a great thing. I, I love when movies have that. Yeah, Cocaine Bear had two. <laughs> uh, I mean, generally, I think if you're gonna put also like, a really good movie, <laughs> post like they just if if it's if you shot it, put it in the movie. Otherwise, don't put it in the movie. Yeah, I didn't even really know it was a thing until Marvel started doing it. Yeah, um, I think it's good. I think it's fun. And it just gives you something that, like, if you're seeing it in theaters, it gives you something to have, like, an anticipation for. And, like. and it gives you, like, a reason to stay and appreciate all the people who put the work into it. Oh, I well, mean, I never you know watch. I, mean? I don't read that. I just wait until the scene starts. I just think it's nice to, <laughs> yeah, like, encourage people, people to recognize, like, all the work that goes into a movie. Yeah. Because it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of people. Yeah. We were talking about Gildor. Wildor. Wildor. Okay. I really, I ended up liking him, but when it, when the movie started and when I first saw him, it seemed like his hands moved weird and his mouth didn't move when he was talking. That's a but common like, thing in the movies. The mouths don't move when they're talking. <laughs> well, <laughs> later on in the movie, it looked like his mouth was moving fine. Well, the... But he ended know, up being like one of my favorite characters. They glued the latex on better that day. This is probably the real answer. Yeah, I mean, they glued honestly. the latex on better that day. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought this one was, for me, it just had more in it that was entertaining. Well, it's a children's movie. Yeah. So it's, so you're, it's, more, you're so it's, suitable, it's more suitable for, <laughs> I for you. I didn't like that. <laughs> I don't know, Todd. That's what it sounds like. I mean, really, it's like if you're seven, this is pretty cool. Kind of. I don't know. Even if I was seven. I can't I remember watching this when I was a kid, but I remember being like, eh, it's okay. Were you I disappointed? I, I remember being a little disappointed. Because it didn't have all the characters from the show. I did see that they tried to get She-Ra. Is that yes. a, is like that a person? Like That's a, a person. Made? No, in this movie, <clears throat> as oh, well as cool. one other character. And they got the rights to at least the She-Ra. And the rights to change her outfit to like a more space futuristic outfit. But then due to budgeting, they end up cutting all that. Yeah. Instance, those characters. Yeah, so, so the budget. You almost had more. Like Canon Films would made this, and they were they mostly made like kind of low budget action horror movies in the eighties, in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. And by the time they get to this point, they had this and Superman four. Originally, both films were supposed to be budgeted at like thirty million dollars, which is a good budget for both. And then they started going bankrupt. Oh. <laughs> They're like, we'll, we'll just cut the budget in half for both, and it'll be fine. Well, and that's what I saw. Not. They were making. I thought I said Spider Man. Yeah, they, 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 they were they they had plans to make a really expensive Spider-Man movie, and they cut that budget in half. They made a a cheap Spider-Man and a cheap Masters of the Universe, and Superman. the plan was to take the money from both of these. Oh, it was it Superman. I it was know. Superman. Could they they had like bought the rights. So what they would do is they they would go to like film festivals like Con or whatever, and they would buy up the rights to certain properties, and then they would put like full page ads in magazines. Mm -hmm. You're right. And then they it would is. never make the movie. Because they ran out of money, but they were like, there was it was two friends who started this group from Israel, and there's a really great documentary called Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> the story of Canon Films. I don't know. At this point, they like they had paid Stallone like some ungodly m amount of money to make over the top and Cobra and 
something else, <laughs> like like fifteen million dollars or something. It paid him a lot of money. It's over the top. The movie we were talking about where that's he, a like, movie, arm, arm, arm wrestling movie. Yeah, yeah. So that's canon. It's come up on three episodes. And like, I don't know how it keeps coming up. I understand how Scream gets on here so often because you're obsessed, but I don't understand how over the top. Keeps and it's like up on the it's a great movie. It, I mean, it's fun movie. It's like it's like they 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 tried to like take something that was popular. So clearly like. Over the top would be like Rocky or something, and this is clearly like Star Wars or Conan or you know some sort of inspiration from that, and try to like kind of mold a film in that, but they have no idea what actually made those movies memorable, <laughs> and so you end up with like this weird like amalgam of various films, yeah. and they, I don't know, it's it's unique, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were right. It is Superman. So I guess. The, what it was is they were going to make a nice Spider-Man. They took it, they split That's, it, they again, made Superman. No, they were going to make. They a were going to make a Spider-Man, yes. and yeah. they split it into Superman and Masters of the Universe, and then they were going to take the profits from those two movies to make their great Spider-Man movie. Jokes but on them. Both of the <laughs> both of those movies bombed big time. Yeah. So, uh, needless to say, the Spider-Man movie yeah. was never made. Well, I mean, this was at the tail end of the Masters of the Universe property. Like, yeah. It was, it right. was going downhill at that point. Yeah, um, it didn't come back until the early '90s. They started another animated. Do you think they were trying to like revive it by creating a movie, or I, I think they was just, just something somebody I wanted they to just, do? I mean, I think it was just something they got the rights to. That when they got the rights was popular. Like he said, like in '86, it was they sold 400 million dollars worth of toys, and then '87 it was like seven million. Like when they bought the rights, it was like huge. It changed. Yeah. And then yeah. just in a couple of years, by the time they made this crappy movie, it. It, the, you know, any audience is just being like, no, we're moving on. I was just thinking of something else. <laughs> um, the scene where they go up into space or wherever it is, and the cop accidentally gets with them. All the and he's <laughs> so confused on what's going on, but then he's like, he he says something like, I don't know, like you can't mess with me. But it wasn't that; it was something else. And then he just starts like unloading his shotgun on people <laughs> without having to load any bullets into it. Um, I thought that was pretty epic. <laughs> he plays the same character as in Back to the Future as well. Yeah, um, I mean it's I mean he's a cop versus a principal, but it's like the same thing. <laughs> oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. It's, it's like the in Back to the Future too, when it's the alternate mm -hmm. future where he does have a shotgun. It's like it's just him from that alternate future <laughs> that got planted into Masters of the Universe. Yes. I love that he was so against everything and didn't believe any of it was going on, and then he decides to live there because now he has a throne and a woman, and that was he was like, no, I'm staying here. I'm good. I'm good. But I'll he he good. didn't even want to believe anything was going on in the beginning. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, overall, I think this movie was fun. I don't know that I'd rewatch this either. Fantasy and sci-fi is just not my thing. It's weird for someone who plays a lot of D&D. I don't play a lot. You play a good... Well, I mean, I never thought I'd play that either. But <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't capture my interest enough. But I did find this certain things in this movie fun. So, like the the Wildor. Um, Wildor. Wildor. Uh, there's a I'm, G. I'm sorry, we said it. There's I a G. said Gildor earlier, and you said Wildor. That's not right either. No, that's not right. You just said Wildor. What Wild are you saying? Gwildor. Gwildor. Oh, so it's both those names just put together? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, well, Gwildor. I liked him. I liked the musical instrument to go to space. I loved that he was like, I don't know what this is, and he took it to a music store and was like, look what I can do. And then the guy was like, I have no idea what this is. Like, I, I just loved, it just added like a, the guy wants for to me, it was a that comedy whole, thing. That whole interaction is slow. He's like, yeah, I've seen one of those. And then he plays it and he's like, no, I I've never seen one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is cool. puts out some cool holograms. <laughs> it, it was actually a cool prop, I thought. Like, it probably took a lot of time to build. Um, yeah. 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 I would think so. Yeah, I mean, the Saturday afternoon that he spent making that. Really. <laughs> Man, you really don't like this movie. No, no. don't. <laughs> I think it, it falls for me. It falls in the good kind of bad, right? Every actor in this movie was trying. They were all trying yeah, to I make so. a really good Especially movie. the villain. I didn't think they were I think bad like Meg Foster's yeah. really great as evil villain, I think. I think you the know. only like, bad thing about the movie is the plot, which you know is a big part of a movie. Um, <laughs> I like, like the, the plot, I don't though. think the script is very good. But I thought that everyone did their best, and yeah. that's that's always what I want in a B movie. I think that's one of the things that's good about it. Like, we love Troll 2. We love Troll 2. I'm just going to say that for the whole yes. table. And I think one of the things that's good about that is that all of the actors are trying. They're failing, but they're trying. And this one, they're trying and somewhat succeeding, but it's just not enough to save it.
Yeah, I think it's good. They just yeah. had a bad script. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just this one's like Troll Two is so unique and weird and <laughs> doesn't make any sense. And it's just like, wait, someone thought this was a wait, what? But this is it's it's more just run of the mill. Yeah, I get that. I, but I think it it has it's fun. Yeah. So I, thumbs up or thumbs down? I I'll give it a thumbs up for me, but not because it's oh, good. Yeah. So one one the scale. <laughs> Will on I the, watch it? On, yes. Is it good? I don't know. On the real opposite <laughs> scale, is it above or below Coyote oh, Ugly? I'd still I'd still rather watch this than Coyote Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> now Frank now Frank Langella had popped into Coyote Ugly. I'd be like, oh, oh maybe it'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a moment. Just have Skeletor ride his little, like you know. Skiff from Return of the Jedi. Let's have a moment. Right <laughs> That's what it looks like. Oh, yeah. It's the God's Where are your friends Tell me about the loneliness of good, E-Man. Is it equal to the loneliness of evil? I think he's good. Yeah, he's... Yeah. I, I will say, when I first saw it, it doesn't... It doesn't exactly strike me as like Skeletor that all like, I guess it was a part of Skeletor maybe. So that took away from it at first. I lied. But I don't know, I even got used to it. <laughs> He's like, I lied. I lied. <laughs> He's just That's totally an Arnold. Yeah. Remember when I told you I kill you laugh? Well, I feel I like Skeletor is uh, is you know uh, he man is obviously pulled from Conan, right? <laughs> hey you guys. Right, yeah, so... What is it, what is it now? Oh, yeah, they both in a man. No, that's not the connection. <laughs> Jesus. No. That's, what is the connection? He's Conan. He, he is Conan. He's, he's, he's based a, on Conan. Yeah, he's just sci-fi Conan. He's sci-fi Conan. So, oh, really? When the original yeah. action figures were released, they came with these mini-comics, mm -hmm. and he's Conan. Yeah. There's, he's Conan in those. Um, and... and once the cartoon series started, like they, they came up with his like alter ego of Prince Adam and all that, which they didn't put in the movie. No, uh, but they did put him sounding like Sloth when he says. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah, they they didn't put that in the movie. I I don't understand why you wouldn't put a Prince Adam transformation scene. No. Into yeah. He Man. Yeah, I mean, it's like the whole thing's just kind of like, you know, half baked. Like they like they, like they don't go full in on any of what I makes T-Man unique or, right. you know, they don't give you any context for what's going on or, mm -hmm. like, at least Star Wars, like, you get the opening crawl that tells you what, who's what. And well, this told you about Grayskull. I mean, it told me that there's a, like, it's very vague. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I, need, I knew everything I needed to know. Well. Well. But that's just. Some me. of us pay attention, though. We need more. <laughs> so that's why earlier when you were saying that he would be the only one that thought Masters of the Universe was better. That's why I said I think it's probably even. Okay. Because I would, if I had, like, if somebody was going to torture me and they were like, oh, do you want to watch Conan for your torture or Masters of the Universe? I would, I would watch Masters of the Universe. Okay. For yeah. sure. I tell you what's great about Masters of the Universe is the Drew Struzan poster. I don't even know what that is. That's the, the poster for the movie. Oh. This one? No, not that one. That's no. not oh. the, the Drew Struzan. But it's like, because he's, he's the greatest poster artist ever, and the poster for the movie is amazing. It's just, it's better than the movie. I'll have to look it up. Like you watch, the, you see the poster, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I, it, I had it at some point. And it's like, you see that poster, and you're Surprise. like, I want to see that movie. And then you go see the movie, and you're like, no, I, I don't. feel like I need to get a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I was tricked into paying money. Yeah, this is nonsense. This, that's not the movie. No, nope. That's not the movie you delivered. Well, so. such a weird concept. I think it was, I mean, it was interesting. I watched two more, like, sci-fi movies, so there, I have those under my belt. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. You watched a fantasy movie and a sci-fi movie. Okay, well, yeah. they felt the same. They um, are based upon one another, but yes. <laughs> it was like, literally, if I, w I would watch them back-to-back, -back and it felt like the same movie. I don't know. But. Next episode. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to wrap Except it up. We get there, yeah. Yeah. So um, the next episode, we so at the end of every episode, we pick new movies that we have to watch and then talk about on the next episode. Josh, do you have a choice? Yeah, uh, my pick for you is um, John Carpenter's 1988 film that could could be made now and still be totally revel relevant. Uh, they live. 
starring okay. Roddy Rowdy Piper Ooh, and nice. um, Keith one. David and, and Meg Foster, mm-hmm. who played Evil Lynn. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite movies. There's a little bit of a lot to talk about. Okay. And I think you're probably going to dig it because it's pretty it sounds it's like off-kilter s- and weird. It does sound like something that would be up my alley a little bit. And I don't think you've seen many John Carpenter movies. You've seen like Halloween, Christine, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe that might be it. Maybe that's the it. Thing. I don't He's know. Seen the, the thing. thing. Yeah, you've seen the thing. So oh you, yeah, because you've you only seen that. a few of them. So Which I think I you'll like that one. Yeah. Well, it'd be hard not to like that movie because it's perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so what torture? I was going to say. Endure? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> It's going to, I mean, now I kind of feel bad because you're going to pick a movie that I'm going to like. But I've been picking so many serious movies lately. I uh-huh. figure maybe let's not talk about death or serial killers. You picked one. I know. That's like cute. I did. What was the? the um, oh, that's right. It's shockingly Evil and then the Dead dead Mommy Dearest Deadly, whatever. Mommy Dead and Dearest. Yeah, and that one. Shockingly Evil, something vile, yeah. whatever. So, <laughs> so I'm going to have you watch the epic masterpiece that is Tammy. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, it's a great movie <laughs> with Melissa McCarthy and um, well, Todd, you're going to be the new opposite. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I can't deal with both of them. You're going to have to stay. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's fun. I think it's hilarious, and I haven't really made you watch a comedy other than what other than money. What? And Which seventeen again. So oh, and those are good too. What was the other teen movie? I didn't uh, say teen movie. I said comedy. It's the same thing. Teen movies are definitely comedies. Oh, I guess Crossroads. But no, that's not. That was definitely. Not that wasn't comedy. funny. That's a serious matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It has a lot of serious plot to it. it well, how it's like I've said, how it's made. <laughs> anyway, it's Tammy. more important than what it is. Yeah. So Tammy, sure. So we will be watching. It follows. Is that what it is? They yeah, live. They, they live. live. <laughs> it follows is good too. We can watch that. Is as that well. a movie? Yeah, it's great. It's a good horror. I have a movie. really bad memory. Do we have those available at the library? We. Uh, yeah, we, we have both of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have They Live. I'm pretty sure we have Tammy. We might not. It might get deleted. We'll order you it. You might have deleted it. But I might have deleted it. I will donate it. It might get deleted in a couple weeks. I mean, she is a she's a very funny lady. I like her more in her serious roles. She, the Can she You Ever Forgive that. Me is really great. That is a really good uh, movie. St. Vincent was really good. St. Vincent's really good. That. Everything else I am not crazy about, but maybe, those two movies are Maybe just good. maybe you'll love this. It also has Kathy Bates and... I like Kathy Bates. Um, what's her name that plays the grandma? Anyways. Is Goldie Hawn in this one? Or is that a different one? No, I don't know what that is. Okay. I don't know what movie that is. Anyway. Susan Sarandon. Susan, Susan Sarandon. Sarandon. Okay. That's who I'm The audience out. Is, like Susan is, is, oh. is jumping in and helping us out here. I heard noise. I didn't <laughs> know what it was. Right. Susan well. Sarandon. <laughs> so anyway, so that will be the next episode. I'll endure it. What's the name of your movie again? They Live. They it's Live. Two words. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but for some reason it's I was like going to say it follows again. <laughs> so we will watch They Live and Tammy for the next time. Um, but I guess until then... I'm Aaron. I'm Josh. And this has been Raw Opposites. All right. We appreciate you being here.